It is no secret that Clarksville and Montgomery County are growing at an incredible rate, and big businesses want to call the area home. Josh Ward and Chris Sell from the Industrial Development Board stopped by to talk about the recent announcement made from LG Chem about an over $3 billion investment in the community and various other projects around town. Everybody loves growth in our community economic development, industrial development, and we've got two gentlemen with us today that know all about it. Well, you guys have been really busy lately, haven't you? Yes, we have. This is Josh Ward. I'm the Director of Economic Development with the Industrial Development Board. That's a mouthful, but that's that's who I am and what I do, and I'm joined today by my colleague, Chris Self. Hello, Chris has been with us before. Yeah, good afternoon. Yeah, I don't have my... uh, my all-star here with mm-hmm. me today. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I'm the workforce development coordinator, so I'm the one that's going to help these companies fill this workforce that's coming here to Clarksville. Yeah, and there's been some big announcements lately, haven't there, Ben? There is. I mean, where do we even start? Yeah. Well, well where do you want to yeah. start? Yeah. Well, let's just kick it off with the big one, and then we can go from there. So okay. the Clarksville Montgomery County Industrial Development Board just landed the largest foreign direct investment in state history. That is LG Chem. They make cathode material for electric vehicle batteries. Uh, The exciting thing about this company is that they're connected to American automotive OEMs. So they're going to supply to General Motors and Cadillac as they ramp up their EV production. So when you say OEM, tell everybody what that means. You know, I don't know, Charlie. I just know the acronym, and hopefully people will Google it and figure it out. Is it original equipment manufacturer? Look at you. You knew. You baited me with with that question. No, I mean, they need it. I think it is. And I know what EV means. Yeah, electric vehicle. I did. I knew that one. I did know OEM. (laughs) I didn't That's know right. that, but I knew EV. Well, I'm a car guy, so OEM does stand for Original Equipment Manufacturer. There you, there go. you go. There you go. So hey, you taught Josh something. You did. No, but that's important, so so everybody in town knows for sure exactly what they're doing. Right. Well, I'm sorry it, to interrupt. That's all right. And, you know, when you talk about growth in a community, there's usually two groups of people. There's the people that want to see it, and there's the people that want to keep Clarksville the way it is. We believe that, that growth can be a good thing if you do it right. So mm-hmm. the amount of tax revenue that this $3.2 billion investment is going to make is going to help us to do the the community improvements that we're looking for, improve roads, improve infrastructure you know, improved schools, improved everything with with the additional tax revenue. Not to mention this particular company uh, has some really, really good jobs. And so I'll just tell you, uh, we know that 200 of the 900 jobs are six-figure positions. That's what I heard. So these are going to be, you know, your high-tech engineering types. Uh, these are going to be a, a lot of advanced manufacturing type people. The the lowest person on the pay scale is what, Chris, $24 an hour? Yes, $24 an hour. Uh, Interesting. So, so th- w- th- we're talking about a revolutionary, game-changing type company that brings high wages to the community that we don't already have. Yeah. Yeah. So where exactly will this plant be placed? The plant will be on the Allensworth Farm, which okay. is just off of Charles Bell Road and International Boulevard. Uh, they're taking 420 acres. The phase one development will be on an, uh, approximately 80 to 100 acres. Uh, but they're also bringing four suppliers in with them. So not only do we get the jobs from the electric mm-hmm. vehicle company, but we get their suppliers as well. Uh, so that'll be another 100 or 200 jobs yeah. in addition to the 860 that they're committed to already. 
When you talk about location, you go past Sam's Club and Amazon's out there. It's all right out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're right across the rail from Amazon. Yeah. So okay. in a good setting, it's, yeah. you know, it's it's in the industrial park. There's there's not a lot of residential impediment with the exception of the people that live off of Charles Bell Road. The county is already funding the expansion of Charles Bell so yeah. that you get the, the workers in and you get the people to their houses to address some of the traffic concerns there. Uh, yeah. So we're we're looking forward to it. They are set to be operational by 2025. Yeah, so they, that was going to be my next question. Yeah, yeah, 2025 groundbreaking. You know, 2023. It'll take them about a year or so to ramp up their construction, yeah. and they want to be churning out electric vehicle batteries in 2025. Yeah. It seems to me, and I'm I'm gonna direct this to Chris. Um, workforce development is incredibly challenging. Right. Yeah. You've got to find the people. They've got to be educated and, you know, skilled at a certain level. When you when you have a company like this that we've never had before, an electric vehicle battery company, how do we find the people that can do that job? Great question. So we're going to try really three ways. We're going to recruit. Uh, and that starts with people that are here in Clarksville that yeah. have the skills that they're looking for. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we're going to recruit military because this is a military town. We love uh, our 101st sure. Green Eagles. Shout out Absolutely. to Chris, who's a 27-year military vet. That's we're, right. we're, we're grateful to have him on our staff because he, he really connects with the soldiers in a special way, having yeah. gone through what they've been through. Uh, so you've done a lot of recruiting on post already. A little bit. A lot. Yeah. A lot. yeah. yeah that's, so that's the idea good. is, you know, we're going to get those soldiers. We want them to stay here in Clarksville. You know, they're not looking for jobs. They're looking for their next career as they transition right. out. And I think this is a good opportunity for them. The, the next thing is we're going to recruit from outside. You know, we want to recruit those 10,000 people that commute to Robertson and D- Davidson County every day for their jobs. So, mm-hmm. and if they're, rec- if they're driving all the way to Davidson County for a job that pays less than 50K a year, they're losing yeah. money. Right. So we're going to recruit them. So those folks are already here. And then thirdly, we're going to get LG Chem partnered up with major educational players in Clarksville, APSU, Nashville State Community College, Clarksville, TCAT, mm-hmm. and uh, they're going to need to work with those educational institutions to develop training programs yeah. to meet the specialized needs that they're going to have for that workforce. So those three things should be able to fill the workforce with little impact on existing workforce that's here in Clarksville. Yeah. What it, kind of engineering degree is this going to be? Is it chemical? Is it mechanical? I'm not exactly sure. I know that um, in their last visit, Dr. Lakari w- was at the visit with the president of LG Chem, mm-hmm. and they they're already discussing creating specific programming just to meet their workforce needs. Okay. Uh, I understand that Austin P does have some of those engineering tech degrees that they mm-hmm. would be required and that they could hire, but I'm not exactly sure what those are. I will tell you on the workforce front, what Chris said is very very significant in that. We lose 10,000 people every day from Montgomery to Davidson County. Mm-hmm. 10,000 mm-hmm. people drive and leave our community to go to Nashville All for work. On that terrible interstate back and forth. And why do they do it? Well, they do it because the higher wage jobs are mm-hmm. in Nashville. So if we can bring in higher wage jobs, hopefully we can retain some of the people that are mm-hmm. already here. And the military numbers are also staggering. 400 transitioning soldiers every month. How many of those do we currently retain, Chris? Not 35%. Yeah. We're only keeping 35% yeah. of the 400. So they're leaving yeah. for a lot of the same reasons we believe. So better job equals better retention. And, that, you know, tell the truth, five years ago, that 35% was closer to 15 to 17%. Mm. So we're really making some gains in I that. I can see that. 
in that mm-hmm. field there for sure. And, and Chris said something that's interesting, and I think it's really important, is to bring in jobs, manufacturing jobs, white-collar jobs, without, you know, taking employees from existing business because it's, as we know, hiring is is incredibly challenging. So yeah. for someone to go from one company to another really doesn't, I mean, it helps somebody, but it doesn't help everybody. Right. Well, it's it's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's the company's responsibility to retain their workforce and they need to retain their workforce through <clears throat> obviously pay. They need to be competitive in the pay market. And then another more, more important Nothing's more important than pay. But the next thing, second importance is life work balance. Mm-hmm. And if you have a company that's working 12 hour shifts, five days a week, there's not much life work balance there. Yeah. So, uh, and then third, they got to, we got to look at, you know, the pay versus the work. Some of the work in these t- factories is hard work. Mm-hmm. It needs to be commensurate to what they're, they're doing. And some of them is not so, so difficult, but uh, end of the day, it's each company's responsibility to retain their workforce. We're not going to try and poach from anybody's workforce. Yeah. yeah. Um, but and, and, and you know, the Charlie, numbers are set. Maybe, yeah. um, maybe a little bit of competition in the industrial park is not a bad thing. You know, as we start bringing in companies that are at twenty three, twenty four dollars an hour starting out, other companies are going to have to elevate their pay scale mm-hmm. in order to retain those type people. And and that's not always a bad thing. Mm-hmm. We work for the people. We want to add quality of life to the citizens of Clarksville, Montgomery County. We support the industries because they support the people. Uh, th- there is a narrative that we, you know, we're only in it for the big businesses and that somehow uh, we're incentivized to do good for the companies, not for the people. That's just not true. We want to we want to add disposable income to the community so that they can go spend money and go to restaurants and go shopping, create economic development throughout Clarksville. Of all the small businesses, mm-hmm. well, that that's one big. That's just one big announcement. But there are so many mm-hmm. that are are. When I say small, they're just not three point two million. Yeah. Not but, as big. but you have other multi million dollar investments coming to town. We Talk do. a little bit about yeah. Some of those. Uh, the the other one that comes to mind is QP, Japanese condiment company. They were a seventy million dollar investment located on twenty acres off Corporate Parkway Boulevard. Uh, they'll employ just south of a hundred people, so it's it, it's a good job given the size of parcel that mm-hmm. they're on. When you say condiment, are we talking? We're talking spicy mayo, ketchup, and spicy mayo. Okay, so I was thinking uh, spicy, spicy mayo. mayo. Yeah, yum yum sauce. Oh, you may have had some of yeah. that going to yeah. hibachi grill. I had that last town. night. There you go. So that's what they'll do. They're mm-hmm. a household name, kind of like a Miracle Whip yeah. would mm-hmm. be here in Japan. They're a really well-known company. And then y'all may or may not know, we we just rezoned about 66 acres from M2 to C5, as was the original intent for the South Park. They're off of Rossview Road as you turn on International. All that land in behind uh, Taco John's, Burger King, Popeye's, that's all going to be commercial now. Yep. And we've talked to... Some really well-known retailers. So we're not just trying to bring in industry to create competition for workforce, but we also want to bring in amenities Mm -hmm. to the community and the industrial park. And we're using our land and our resources to do just that. Yeah. So how important is the relationship with the state of Tennessee in landing all these deals? I can take that one, Chris, or you can take that one. (laughs) Go ahead. Okay. It's vital. Um, I can tell you that... (laughs) Most of our leads come by way of the state because the community can only do so much to recruit these companies. We need the tax base of the entire state. So LG Chem, we started recruiting them like in March of 2022. 
State brought the lead in. You know, we tell the quality of life story. Mm-hmm. We talk about how great it is to live here from affordability to schools. Uh, we then show the parcel of land. Uh, they kind of bite off on the community and they bite off on the land. All of our utility partners, Clarksville Gas and Water, CEMC, are vital. Without them, we couldn't do this project because LG Chem, they're a large water user and they're going to pay for, the company's going to pay for $11 million worth of upgrades. Yeah. And Clarksville Gas and Water is overseeing that entire project. Mm -hmm. So it takes, we like to say that no one person can land a project this size, but one person can ruin it. Mm -hmm. So if one of these partners aren't on board, then the company may or may not come here. We know we were competing with North Carolina, Indiana, uh, Kentucky. There there were probably 10 states that we were competing with across the nation. But the state stepped up and stepped in, and they offered a really good incentive a cash incentive for this project to come to Clarksville, Montgomery County. So they help us generate leads and they help us to ultimately win the project. Yeah. Yeah. It was a big one. It's a big one. And and those relationships are big. And one, I, I may not have heard you, but TVA plays a major oh, role yes. in this too. Heavy role. Yeah. They're, they're, They've got the power, you know, literally, they've got the power. power. (laughs) They got the power to do a lot, but, but they have the literal power to make sure. And that's a good point, Charlie, you know, um, the, the, the infrastructure required to land LG Kim was significant, but we also have 650 acres in the North park off Guthrie highway and, and they're doing the utility upgrade so that we can have future expansion in those areas. So shout out to TVA. You know, we yeah, love them. Sure. They're awesome. So, you know, I, I, I sit back and look and everybody loves the big headline. You know, we had it with Hemlock and then Hemlock, you know, we had to turn Hemlock. that project around and, and we were very fortunate to have that happen. And now we've got this other big one and you think, What's next? They don't all have to be that big. Right. Like you no. talked about the, the Japanese Mayo Company, and I can't say their name because I have never said it before. What I was the name I again? I don't mess it up. It's a K-E-W-P-I-E. Q-P-E. Q-P-E. Okay, Q-P-E. so Q-P-E. So you've got companies like that, but they all add up. Yeah. They and let me let up. me just mention something Why about him. Why would a Japanese Mayo Company be opening a manufacturing plant here? I'm just curious. Yeah, so their, their, um, their product is, is growing in the okay. United States. And uh, they just want to have, wanted to have a U.S. presence, and Clarksville presented a really nice site. Yeah. They're off Corporate Parkway mm-hmm. Boulevard, uh, you know. And we're just good recruiters, Katie. What well, can there, I say? There you, have it. <laughs> you know, it doesn't yeah. hurt when you throw a, a a dart on the map and it lands on Clarksville, Montgomery County, and the distribution you have within yeah. within a day's drive. I mean, well, that, that we're yes, I heard that. Seventy six percent of cities within one day's drive, yeah. and that's big. Logistically, you're right, yeah. Charlie. Yeah. The, the community deserves a lot of credit. Logistically, yeah. it's set up really well. The site is approximately five minutes from the interstate. Most of our sites are rail served, so they yeah. can get their product to the site. It's really about the infrastructure and the proximities. Yeah. It, it really checks all the boxes this community yeah. does. And, and I'll say one thing. And the recruiters. And the recruiters, I guess. Yeah. Honorable mention. Uh, <laughs> Hemlock, I moved to Clarksville like in 2013, so okay. I've been here about 10 years. When I first moved here... Uh, the Hemlock announcement came out that they were shutting down. And mm-hmm. I remember how devastating that was for this community. The blessing in disguise was that Hemlock paid for all the infrastructure up in the North Park. So they brought the power. They brought the rail. They brought the utilities. Correct. And without Hemlock doing what they did, there would be no LG Electronics mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Pentos or Shinhung or any of those companies in mm-hmm. the North Park. So while it was devastating, it's it's actually set us up 
uh, to have a pretty bright future up near Guthrie Highway. Yeah. And, and Hemlock's plan was not bad. The market went bad on it. Oh, yeah. No, that's right. When they came in, you remember, they built that technology mm-hmm. building at APSU. Oh, yeah. It that's used right. to be called the Hemlock Technology yeah. Building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, that's the type of uh, process that LG Chem needs to yeah. develop your own workforce by tying in partnership with these educational organizations that's and putting right. your name on a building. That's exactly right. I mean, that, you know, it's it's amazing how that story went with the tariffs and the mm-hmm. uh, way China subsidized some of their own product and all that. So yeah. the world market can make a big difference right here at home. One well, of the, look how that worked out for them because we yeah. did have a chip shortage. <laughs> That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. One of the things that Charlie has talked to me about personally is not only recruiting new industries, but how do we support existing mm-hmm. industries? Mm-hmm. You know, Train has been here for a number of years. Uh, Florham's yeah. been here since early 2000s. And, and and maybe we talk about not only new companies, but how we're supporting existing companies, yeah. if yeah. we have time for that. Yeah. Absolutely. And, yeah. and we have talked about that. And I use Train to me is the is the easy example mm-hmm. without sliding anybody else. But, you know, Train was out in the country. Back in the day? Back in the day. You know, they were out there all by themselves, and now everybody's come around. So them. Wilma Rudolph used to be the country. Mm-hmm. Oh, It's hard yeah. to imagine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah when, when Colonel Crozier, or Mayor Crozier at the time, annexed St. B., you what know, year, do you know about what time, year that was? Oh, just a, man, a, just educated a, guess. We're yeah, not going to hold you accountable. Uh, I don't want to guess. I, I botched well, that when was I sounded smart until you asked me that. When was the mayor? Like in the 80s? You know, I think so. Okay. Golly, Katie. You got me. <laughs> yeah, you but got But you know, when he annexed St. B, it was like a really big deal. Uh-huh. And and I say it all the time, and I've said to Josh probably multiple times, we can't forget about the people that got us here. Yeah. That's and, a good no and there are people that have worked at Train for 30 and 40 years that are still there. And we just, you know, I, that's the one company we could list a thousand. And you were, you were at Train about two weeks ago, right, Chris? Yeah. How'd so, that conversation yeah, so go? So we have a... Well, Train is one of our legacy companies, so obviously mm-hmm. we want to make sure that they're they're taken care of. So I met with uh, the Train folks a couple of weeks ago yeah. talking about workforce, yeah. uh, but also talking about an initiative that the IDB is with our Economic Development Council marketing team has put together featuring companies. It's uh, yeah. uh, stay in Clarksville. We want to yeah. recruit people that are in Clarksville to work in Clarksville. So we're featuring a company Every month. And if you get on com right now, mm-hmm. you'll see that feature video of uh, Florum. Florum was the first company we did. So we're going to we're gonna do these feature videos, these short videos that they could post on their own social media as a, a recruitment tool for them yeah. to work on their own workforce. And this is all going to be free of charge. We're, we're covering that Good. to take care of the companies. And to include them in some of our recruiting events coming up, like in May, we're having the IDB is sponsoring the Clarksville Montgomery County School System Senior Hiring Expo. This is our third annual. To hire kids coming out of school. Yeah, yes. out of high school. The seniors. Mm-hmm. Concentration is on the CTE uh, students, mm-hmm. uh, the career technical education, <laughs> CTE. There you go. Uh, those students, because, you know, we have like 2,000 students graduate out of CMSS every year. Mm-hmm. And statistically, about a little bit more than half will go on to college. Mm-hmm. Some will go on to the military, but some just want to get out of school and go straight into the workforce. That's right. So that's when we decided that we're going to do this this career fair. 
So in 2020, it was virtual, obviously. Mm -hmm. 2021 or 2021 was virtual. 2022, I came on. We did the first in-person one. It was pretty good. We had about 35 companies, about almost 200 students. This year, we want to double both of that and and get these students hired. Because if we tell a company, you hire a graduate from 2022 or 2023, that student could work for your company for 50 years. Right. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. continuity. So that's what, what, and that's what they need. They need continuity Mm -hmm. in their workforce Mm -hmm. instead of this rotating workforce that a lot of them are suffering Mm -hmm. with. So we're going a lot of things to make sure that our existing companies know that the IDB is here because that's part of our three-legged stool is BRE, business retention and expansion. Yep. And that's part of my, one of my jobs is to help. You know, another thing that's that we awesome. do, and we got to give a shout out to the Aspire Foundation, you know, community partners like F&M Bank, yeah. Moore Construction, and many, many others. Uh, they donate money to this nonprofit foundation that helps us support existing industries. So the Aspire Foundation carved out $10,000 for us to do these feature videos. We're doing 10 companies, $1,000 each. And the companies are use these vid- using these videos as recruiting tools, and, and the videos can live on their website to feature who they are. Maybe a company that doesn't have a sophisticated marketing department, we're kind yep. of stepping in and subsidizing that. Not only that, but uh, I know Florum, they're building a 140,000-square-foot expansion right now. If you go off International Boulevard, you'll see it. And uh, we have been in partnership with the state to give to get a $700,000 expansion grant. So we also go after grant dollars to help with the expansion. You know, and this is not a new company. It's a legacy company. So it's career fairs, it's marketing material, and it's literal expansion dollars that we go after to try to help these existing companies. What do you think about all that, Katie? It's a lot going on. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, Katie has been the uh, chairman of the chamber, chairman of the EDC, Chairman of Aspire. And the chairman of Aspire. Thank you for your service. (laughs) Thank you. He's the one. And thank you, Chris, for your service. Yeah, Yeah, we thank Chris. Yeah. Yeah. You know, every time I... just had some free time. Chris. (laughs) Yeah, I did not have free time. Took care of us. You made time. It was a good... It was a very... It was an amazing learning experience. It took a lot because it was all two years at the chamber followed by the EDC. I did EDC and Aspire the same year. Yeah, and you were a two-time chamber chair... I always said I was a pinch hitter. Like every time someone would have to back out, I got stuck in the role. Not stuck. I enjoyed it. She did great. I did. I enjoyed it. We appreciate you guys. And you know... the board makes all these decisions. Mm-hmm. You know, we we bring every company to the board. You know, Will Sanders, Condor Smiley, who just passed away, mm-hmm. God rest her soul. Uh, Don Jenkins, our board chair, yeah. and Leo Milan, many, many others. They make all these decisions. We just present the per- parameters and the job creation. They yeah. vote and decide whether it's yeah. good or not for the community. So, Katie, you were a part of that. A lot of great community people. Involved. It is. It does take a. It takes a bunch of people, doesn't it? It does. Mm-hmm. What do we forget? What are we leaving out? We're Good. just. We're just excited about the future of Clarksville, Montgomery County. Like I said, you know, growth is always challenging, and I feel like our community is is in such a growth period. Not only with industrial development, but everything happening downtown, mm-hmm. with the F and M Bank Arena, the parking garage, and. And, you know, we all live here, too. I don't want to deal with traffic headaches or congestion. Oh, yeah. I want to live in a community that's well thought out. But, you know, I think back I think back to really my lessons in commercial real estate and economic development in that you can grow and make improvements at the same time. And with the growth, you have the money to make the improvements. Yeah. So we're not out here trying to grow without purpose. Uh, we think that it can happen in a healthy way to better the lives of everybody here. You know, everybody talks about we should have a Costco or we should have a, 
you know, Cabela's or we, you know, everybody Tra- wants these Trader, 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 Trader Joe's. Trader everybody Joe's. wants That's these. That's the one I hear the most, Trader Joe's. Yeah. But you have to add the disposable income to people's pockets to oh, get these type yeah, of amenities. Right. I mean, right. they're looking at spreadsheets and income demographics trying to decide yeah. to come here or not. So yeah. we're trying to we're trying to not only grow the job base, but also the retail base as well. And density. Yeah. I mean, they, they look at those things, you know, how many rooftops are in an area. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's just one last thing I'll mention. We are working on some affordable housing solutions. Yeah, uh, there, there's a company partnered with Ford in Blue Oval City that did sub two hundred thousand dollar single family units, and we're we're working with them to try to find a site because if you're bringing more people, you got to house them. The housing yeah. market's been crazy, yeah. although it seems to be softening a bit. Uh, as it the is. It is the the prices aren't going down, but there there's more inventory and availability. Where before yeah. you just really couldn't find anything. It's not so much of a buyer's market anymore. Yeah, I can attest to that. I'm selling a house right now. <laughs> prices are coming down a little bit because mm-hmm. the interest rates are so high. Yeah, that people can't afford the payments on the houses they thought they could six yeah. months ago. So That's right. Mm-hmm. There's a slight decline. Not as how bad. long has your house been on the market? Um. About 35 days. Okay. They're saying it's about three months now, which is the normal. That's normal. Years ago. It's yep. just that we got It spoiled. used to be 35 minutes. Yeah. That's yeah, it that's was, right. Yeah, it was like about yeah. two, a year, 18 months ago. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for joining us today. Honored to be here. Thank and you, Charlie. How and Katie. is Frankie Absolutely. the dog? We haven't asked that question. How's he uh, doing? Frankie spoiled. Well, tell the backstory. People don't know who Frankie the dog is. Oh, Frankie was a uh, he was a bait dog that was found on uh, Seven Mile Ferry Road. Yep. Mm-hmm. He came to a podcast with Frankie. Yeah, oh, maybe they did. He was uh, most famous. of the people that listen to uh, to the podcast will know it. But he was found. They thought he was hit by a car. Come to find out, he was used as a bait dog and dumped out there. And yeah, uh, Sango Veterinary Clinic mm-hmm. or hospital saved him. Yeah, and while I was in Afghanistan working as a contractor, his uh, Facebook announcement came up and blew up and my daughter saw it and she said, yeah. Oh, we got to get this from my dad. And, uh, yeah. so she applied and with this teary eyed email mm-hmm. and got him to, uh, uh, come to our family. So we've been spoiling him ever since. Mm-hmm. He's much fatter than they saw him before. I feel you, Frankie. That's know, speaks right? to me deeply. His vet, vet <laughs> says he's overloved. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Well, you guys are great. Thank you for having us on this Absolutely. podcast. I, I listen every time you drop one. I'm excited All about right, it. Get Who's ready because yours is coming. Oh, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you for joining us. All right. Subscribe to Clarksville's Conversation wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss out on a single conversation.